next on the 5 o'clock report. The nitrogen gas could leak from the mask. I'm going to Israel. I said, why would you want to go to a war front? A plan that we haven't laid out that doesn't make any sense. If you are a biological man, you are bigger in every way. You're going to have adversity and curveballs that you didn't see coming in life. You still show up and you get to work. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Good afternoon and welcome to the broadcast. I'm Family Life News anchor Sarah Harnish. Fog and floods, that is the word for western New York and parts of Pennsylvania. Hard to see in a bit of rain. Todd Santos with WIVB says visibility will be an issue tonight with that fog. There are a few areas near zero right now. We're at Warsaw coming in at zero. Um, Overnight tonight, it's not likely to be as bad as last night, but I do think you'll still find a few pockets that go down below a tenth of a mile into early tomorrow morning, especially for the morning commute. And the rain continues. Parts of western New York could see half an inch an hour. Erie and Chautauqua counties are under flood watches until 7 o'clock Saturday morning because of a combination of relentless rain and melting snow. Here's West Seneca Town Supervisor Gary Dixon. This ice jamming is the problem. It's when you get you know, very thick ice that, that breaks up and jams and forms kind of a you know, temporary dam then all the water builds up behind it, and this can happen very quickly. Our high will be 50 degrees tomorrow. Texas, Alabama, and Louisiana already have nearly a foot of rain on the ground there. Their house is flooded out. Water was up to the headlights of cars in Alabama. 33 million Americans are under flood watches tonight. Also in Alabama, plans to execute the first person this evening with nitrogen gas. Joel Zivit is professor of anesthesiology and surgery at Emory University. He says there are unknown risks for this never-before-seen method, especially for those in the room. The nitrogen gas could leak from the mask. And so whether or not that would be enough nitrogen in the room to actually have an effect on people, it's not clear. The state of Alabama insists it is safe for Kenneth Eugene Smith, who was convicted of killing a pastor's wife. Smith will be fitted with a face mask that will cover his nose and his mouth and then forced to breathe pure nitrogen gas, which will ultimately result in his death. Now to the war in Gaza, where CIA Director William Burns is heading to France at this hour to try to broker a deal for hostages. Six U.S. citizens are believed to be among them. Burns has been part of a number of these negotiations. With the war going on, Israel's having a hard time getting enough workers to keep the country running. Now there are a number of missions organizations sending people over for a week or two to work on farms and help with manual labor. People are saying, where are you going for vacation? I'm sure you're going to go to Florida, maybe on a cruise. And I said, no, I'm going to Israel. And they said, why would you want to go to a war front? And I said, I just feel like I want to be part of this and help out and just do my part. It was another tough day in court for former President Donald Trump. He had just four minutes before a judge in his defamation trial in the city today. Then much of what he said was not allowed in court records. I just wanted to defend myself, my family, and the presidency. Um, She said something I consider a false statement. Judge Kaplan then instructed um, everything the president said after no to be stricken from the Reporter recapping his words, the trial will determine how much he pays in damages to E. Jean Carroll. Former Trump advisor Peter Navarro has been sentenced to four months in prison for ignoring a subpoena to testify about the January 6th insurrection. He was asked if he'll be pardoned if Trump wins the 2024 presidential election. No, I'm not expecting or hoping for that. That's not an issue. I do believe President Trump will win the White House. Navarro does plan to appeal. Vice President Kamala Harris 
accuses Republicans of making political hay out of the immigration crisis, which many say has replaced inflation as the top concern of voters going into this election year. They're running on immigration because they like having the problem so they can have an issue. You know, we want to fix it. They want to run on it. They want a political issue to run on in November. Fox News political analyst Carl Rove said this. I think this is complete baloney. I can't remember a speech of Kamala Harris in which she outlines a way to secure and control the border. She hasn't offered a plan. All she does is she says the Republicans haven't cooperated with us on a plan that we haven't laid out that doesn't make any sense. Recent polls suggest less than 20 percent of Americans approve of the Biden administration's open borders policy. 800 migrants a day are disappearing into this country after crossing the border from Mexico. The state of Ohio has just banned so-called gender-affirming care for minors and restricted transgender athletes from participating in girls' sports. Outkick's Tommy Lahren applauds the move. You can take as many hormones as you want. You can be on puberty blockers. But the fact remains, if you are a biological man, you are bigger in every way. Your hands are bigger. Your feet are bigger. Your stature is bigger. Your bone density is much different than that of a woman. So you're always going to have a competitive advantage. Lawmakers in Columbus overrode Republican Governor Mike DeWine's veto of a bill that protected girls' sports from the growing influence of the transgender movement. The new law also bans sex reassignment surgeries and hormone therapies for children under the age of 18. And if you feel the need for speed, you could be out of luck in California. A state lawmaker there wants to end speeding by making it almost impossible for your car to speed. Correspondent Matt Bigler explains. State Senator Scott Wiener wants all cars sold in California to have speed limiters installed. It'll still be illegal to go above the speed limit, but it will be physically impossible to make the car go more than 10 miles an hour over the speed limit. Speed limiters are already being rolled out in some European countries. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, flood watches, hacking your town's water supply, and 300 grand for a cat shelter because of a missed field goal. Those stories after weather with Kevin Williams. Here is your family life weather forecast. Well, going to stay soggy over the next 24 hours with rain, drizzle, and fog in the forecast. Temperatures tonight dropping not much, mid-30s to mid-40s, into the 40s and near 50 tomorrow. It'll be a bit chillier close to Lake Ontario. Saturday, cloudy, chillier, high temps around 40, rain to snow Saturday night, with snow expected on Sunday. Say it ain't snow, Kevin. We got a high of 50 tomorrow, though. And our eye is on those flood watches in western New York. Erie and Chautauqua counties are under the gun until 7 o'clock Saturday morning. Officials are urging anyone who lives in flood-prone areas just to keep watch. Pennsylvania wants to protect you from hackers. After the municipal water system was hacked in Aliquippa, PA, lawmakers want to create a cybersecurity task force now statewide to protect towns, utilities, schools, and local governments. Governments. A bill just got proposed in the state house to prevent attacks and increase the response time. 74 days until April 8th, the first total solar eclipse in 100 years. And a major tourism office in upstate New York just issued an alert on the event. Family Life's Greg Gillespie has the story. Only a tiny fraction of people alive today were around last time this happened. That was 1925. So the Regional Office of Sustainable Tourism has issued a warning for eclipse watchers in high elevations. They say there can still be winter conditions in early April. Higher elevations could be covered with snow and ice, and there may be risks of flash flooding and ice jams. 
Remember, you also need special Eclipse glasses to view the event. Online Eclipse planning pages have been created for Watertown, Rochester, Buffalo, and Erie. And NASA is planning four days of events in Niagara Falls. Greg Gillespie, Family Life News. A new poll out of Pennsylvania shows if the 2024 presidential election were today, Joe Biden would defeat Donald Trump by eight points, 47 to 39 percent. Biden beat Trump by 80,000 votes in Pennsylvania in 2020. Trump defeated Hillary Clinton by about 40,000 votes in 2016. We told you yesterday about a cat shelter that's raked in 150 grand after they put a post on social media defending the kicker that helped lose the game for the Buffalo Bills last weekend. Well, apparently that shelter has now taken in over $300,000 in donations after they stuck up for kicker Tyler Bass, who has promoted the shelter in the past. WIVB's Tara Lynch has an update. Hundreds of thousands of dollars have been raised for the 10 Lives Club in honor of Bill's kicker Tyler Bass after he missed a field goal at the end of the Bills Chiefs game. After Bass received negative comments and threats online, fans rallied to help a cause that's important to him. He's an excellent football player, in my opinion. So when I heard there was a chance to help and help cats, it was a no-brainer. I saw the game uh, over the weekend and uh, decided to contribute. It's going to enable 10 lives to save many more cats. This will be a positive transformational moment. It'll be a seminal moment for them. The people that like shot him down, brought him down because of this last game is nowhere near the amount of people that are supporting him in this. And it's it's really nice to see that like he's not forgotten. Animals are not forgotten. Like something so important to him is exploding. Standing up for the shelter and standing up for Tyler Bass. Today's Faith Under Fire includes an interview from the president of Syracuse's Right to Life. Christina Fadden spoke with me about gains made by her local pro-life movement since the 2022 Dodds decision. Let's listen in. And, you know, when you see the coverage of certain other issues that we don't have a stand on, they might... There might be a story, you know, oh, 10 people, a dozen people showed up. But then, you know, when a story is out there saying 400 to 500 people or 500 to 700 people showed up at the March for Life today, it really does make an impact. It's noticed because I can see the clicks when it is posted on social media. Do you think that a culture that says abortion is a right can be changed? We don't agree with that. We don't talk in terms of abortion rights. We like to talk in terms of abortion, yes or no, or let's talk about um, limits or how we can better protect women who are seeking an abortion. Another example is that, well, I wouldn't have an abortion, but I can't tell somebody else that. Well, there's another human being involved, and that's the unborn child. So I think people have sort of been enculturated that it's not polite, it's not nice, it's not fair to tell somebody else what to do. But we have to speak up, of course, with sensitivity and love and offering support and resources. And if we don't, we're allowing the unborn child to be expendable. And that's what we want to try to turn around. Why do you do what you do? For me, it's a cardinal issue that I have to be doing something about it. I do think it's a tragedy. All of my colleagues in Syracuse Right to Life and the other organizations in the area, all the pro-lifers, think a lot of us feel that way. What do I need to be doing about it? I think everybody really should be doing something about it to try to change 
this really massive destruction of human life. But I keep going. That's by the grace of God. It's a tough battle to be in a lot of times, and it can be exhausting, especially in the state of New York. But we need to keep going because there are other people involved. We're carrying forward the faith for those of us who are inspired by our faith as God delivered it to us. That's Christina Fadden, president of the Syracuse Right to Life. You can hear the full interview at familylife.org slash news podcasts. Time next for tonight's market report brought to you by Faithward Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. Stocks are up today. Yesterday, the Nasdaq and the S&P 500 had their fifth day of gains, but the Dow did not. The S&P 500 just barely squeezed out a gain of 0.08%, but it still managed to set another record high. Tesla shares falling 8% in pre market trading after missing Wall Street expectations on their earnings. Tesla warned that for 2024, it expects to have lower growth than the previous year. First preliminary GDP data for the fourth quarter rose 3.3%, coming in higher than expected, but lower than the prior report. Initial claims for the week ending January 20th, adding 214,000 claims higher than the consensus and the prior report. New home sales annually came at 664,000. That was higher than the consensus and higher than the prior report. Tomorrow, the Federal Reserve's preferred inflation metric, personal consumption expenditure, will be released. The S&P 500 sector gains today from energy and utilities, losses from consumer discretionary and healthcare, with crude oil closing above $77 a barrel. The Dow gained 242 points, the Nasdaq was up 28, and the S&P 500 added 25. Faithward Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more online at faithwardadvisors.com. Folks who manage money wisely know there's one non-negotiable requirement for achieving financial freedom, learning to live below your means. Hi, I'm Rob West with another Faith and Finance Minute. Spending less than you make starts in your head. Diets often fail because people feel deprived. A budget is like a diet. If you feel financially deprived, you may not stick with it. Instead of thinking about what you can't have when you're on a budget, think about what you'll gain, the peace of mind that comes from knowing you'll have enough to pay all your bills with some left over for emergencies and saving for the future. As your savings grow, you'll get even more peace of mind. So focus on the positive aspects of living within your means. Change your thinking and you'll change your behavior. Connect with a certified Kingdom Advisor who's been trained to deliver financial advice that aligns with your Christian values by visiting our website, faithfi.com. Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, creating a Division I basketball team out of the general student population. It had to happen in Texas. We'll tell you the incredible story of a Christian school after one last look at weather with Kevin Williams. Overcast and damp tonight into Friday with periods of rain. Fog will again be an issue for some. Little change in temperature overnight. High temperatures Friday, 40s and low 50s. Saturday, rather cloudy, cooler with high temperatures in the lower 40s. Over the weekend, there'll be another slug of moisture arriving from the south. This time, though, colder air will have entered the picture, and a range of snow scenario is expected Saturday night into Sunday, and parts of our region will have plowable accumulations then. 
All right. Thank you, Kevin. Finally, at five, TCU, Texas Christian University out of Fort Worth, Texas, has a Division I girls basketball team. They won the first 14 games straight this year and then disaster struck. One by one, within two weeks, a third of their players were knocked out with serious injuries. Here's coach Mark Hambell. In my career, I've never had an injury situation like this over a you know rough two-week stretch. And it just shows how quickly... Uh, a season can turn. One of those players was their star center, Sedona Prince. Seven seconds into the game, I didn't see a pass coming towards me. It hit my finger and shattered my ring finger on my right hand. Seven seconds into the game. Boom. Just like that, starting center is out for seven weeks. The team had to forfeit two games. We ended up only having six players ready to play and suit up against K-State. So they said, nope, that's dangerous. Canceled. Forfeit. In desperate need of healthy athletes, the college took the unprecedented move mid-season to hold open tryouts. The turnout was incredible. You know, they just came from class and, and put on their sneakers. I mean, there was one young lady, I remember she said she got her hoop shoes overnight delivered. The Christian school building a Division One team out of regular students. The four players selected never thought they would play college hoops. The last time I played was two years ago in high school, so it's definitely been a long time since I've been up and down on a court. The Horn Frogs took down UCF and entered the postseason with a winning record for the first time in four seasons. This is a, like a dream come true. It was a roller coaster ride that God turned into a teachable moment. You're going to have adversity and curveballs that you didn't see coming in life. And so this is great for young people to see. You still show up, you roll your sleeves up, and you get to work. Winning with some overnight basketball shoes and a couple kids from algebra class at Texas Christian University in Fort Worth. And that is the world that we live in for Thursday, the 25th of January. I'm Sarah Harnish, and this is the 5 o'clock report on family life.